Welcome to Tramlines, a podcast from Agri. I'm your host, Tony Smith, putting your questions to the experts. In this episode, we're talking to Catherine Styan, Billy Hostor, Matt Grieb, and Phoebe Foster, who are all working in the field as advisors for Agri. Today, we're going to be finding out about their career experiences so far and the opportunities that they see in the future working in agribusiness. So, hello, everybody. Yeah, hi, Tony. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello to you. And a very warm welcome to Tramlines. So let's start with the, with the question of uh, where do you work and uh, where did you where did you start? So, Catherine, maybe I could come to you first. Yeah, so my background is my parents are fruit and veg farmers in Vale of Evesham. So that's where I grew up. And when I was 17, I couldn't think of anything worse than working in agriculture for the rest of my life. So I went off and did a geography degree and quickly realised that maybe farming wasn't so bad. So had a look around at different careers I could go into and um, settled on agronomy. So did a master's at Warwick in crop production and agronomy. And uh, here I am. So although you said you didn't want to work in agriculture, you've actually uh, come full circle following that education. You've actually come back into agriculture from a slightly different angle. Yeah, all the way back around. Fantastic. Um, but from a from a very technical point of view rather than a growing point of view. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Billy, for you, um, you know, what, what's your current role and, and how did you get into that role? So I'm an agronomist in the Holderness area, predominantly of East Yorkshire. Um, I got into that role because I, I, I'd worked my way through working on far, a large arable farms mostly, through then through Harper Adams with a degree in agriculture with land and farm management. And then, and then I used to, on the last farm I was on, I used to deal with the agronomist and I used to sort all the spraying out. And uh, I thought, I can do this. I like this. It's interesting. And had a word with him and here I am. So that, chap, that chap's just coming up to retirement now. Um, although I, I suspect he'll hang it out for a bit longer because he just loves this job so much. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just been working really well, really. That's how it came in 12 years ago. I'm now 12 years in. Fantastic. So a slightly different route to Catherine's. Uh, and Phoebe, how about you? What's your current role? Uh, so I'm currently a trainee is to the other end of the spectrum to Billy. Uh, so I work in Cambridgeshire, Essex area uh, in South Anglia. And um, I don't have a background in farming per se, but I've had family members who have always worked in agriculture. So I guess I grew up around the industry. Um, and then I took a year out before I went to uni and worked for KWS for plant breeders and also had been working harvest jobs on local arable farms. And then I went to Newcastle to study agriculture with agronomy. Um, and since graduating, I've worked in Australia and worked for different manufacturers here in the UK in trials um, and commercial roles. So I've done a few different short time jobs before settling on agronomy. Sure. And, and Phoebe, for you, you, you're currently at Throws. We're speaking to you there at Throws Farm, that's a research centre. When you say you're a trainee, is, are you, you aiming to be an agronomist or are you training to go into the R&D uh, side? Uh, no, to be an agronomist. So I actually sat my basis exam a couple of weeks ago. So hopefully, if that's gone well, then I'll be on my way to be fully fledged agronomist. Fantastic. I'm sure it has gone very, very well. Um, so, uh, you know, well done you. Because that, that's a lot of work to get through basis, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite an intense exam. I think you forget, it was a couple of years ago since I graduated junior, you forget how much work and revision it takes to pass an exam. So yeah, it's really intense. 
So Matt, a very warm welcome to you here. So where do you work and what do you do? Thank you. I'm, I'm an agronomist and uh, specifically a horticultural agronomist and I cover the west of the UK. So I mostly work in Herefordshire, which is where I live, but I can be found in Staffordshire, Shropshire, uh, right down through to Somerset, Devon and Cornwall. So I, I noticed that you, you've come into agriculture at this advisory level, but with different, if you like, academic backgrounds. So, so Billy, for you, is, is having that academic background important? I don't think it's vital, but I think it's important. Um, there are certainly people who have entirely successfully done it without it, um, but it, it's a great help because it gives you the breadth of, and width of knowledge and also... In some cases, the, um, the disciplines around research and, and practical uh, methodologies. So, yeah, I'd, it, it, I'd, I'd go that far. Yeah. And, and Catherine, for you, you did a master's, uh, which was taking your geography degree and then looking into uh, crop production, as I understand it correctly. So how useful was it? Uh, doing that base degree and then focusing in with your master's? I think it was really important, actually. I think doing geography, it gave a very um, broad a range of knowledge around the world, um, farming practices around the world within that geography degree as well, because there was an element of food production within that degree. Um, and so it just gave you a general basis of doing research, writing essays, writing reports, um, doing lab research as well, which gives a good understanding of the research and development that we do at Agri. And then the master's degree really was very focused, very specialised in doing agronomy and crop production systems, um, bits on food security worldwide as well, but very much agronomy and plant-based, which was very, very good and gave me a really good grounding. And then within that, I did a placement with a trials company as well. So I spent three months of the summer assessing trials, basically. So looking at different weeds, pests, diseases. So that, in essence, gave me a good booster towards doing basis quite quickly because... I already knew all the identification. And for you, Matt, your journey into being an agronomist was quite different, wasn't it? Well, I'm not actually from an, uh, an agricultural background at all. Um, I took up a part-time job when I was living down in Devon on a local cider farm and really enjoyed being outdoors, uh, working with crops and working um, in the great outdoors. And that led to going on and studying agronomy at Agri and becoming an agronomist. So thinking about what you have to learn and and, uh, and, and take on board before you can be an advisor, where are the gaps for each of you or where have been the gaps in terms of that training from your formal academic qualifications? Maybe, Billy, where have been those gaps that you've had to sort of fill in with your training? Um, well, I, practical agriculture experience is also crucial, I feel. You've got to understand the agriculture you're going to be working in. And you have to understand what the needs of the people within that agriculture are. Um, and there's no substitute for that alone, just working in those fields. So working in those fields is essential. Um, and then it, it came on to the technical requirements. So I, you, you needed the technical knowledge to be able to do this job. And, and that was part of the 12 years ago, the excellent training I got at the time, which is very different now, much more developed. But even then was a, a very comprehensive Things. And then of course, you never stop learning. You're always taking on technical training every year, um, whether it's informal or formal uh, or internal or external. Um, and you pick up what you can along the way. Yeah. So, so Catherine, you're in the field um, looking at quite a range of crops, actually, aren't you? Um, in terms of technical training in the field, 
What is the type of training that you receive now? So the most important training for me is I work in the Vale of Evesham, which is a big growing um, area for vegetable crops. So I look after quite a broad range of crops. That's, that's the general basis of it. Um, but having grown up around fruit and veg, I was kind of stuck with it from the start of you will do veg agronomy. Um, and um, a lot of it is very, very delicate. So you have to just keep looking at it week in, week out. It's not a case of like, oh, done the ear wash on the barley, see you at combining kind of thing. Um, it's, it's keeping a very, very close eye on everything. And it's, it's learning the crop and it's learning the habits of the crop and things like leaf wax and judging how much leaf wax there is. Will that take a herbicide going on it? Um, won't it? How hard can I go with a chemical without damaging the crop, but I need to control the weeds? And it's all a very, very big balancing act. And you can only get that experience from actually doing it in the field and doing it with more experienced people um, than yourself so I work very closely with a couple of colleagues but it's quite nice actually it's now got to the level where I looked after a colleague's um, crops for a couple of weeks uh, for a week a couple of weeks ago and um, he said to me last night he was like oh god that herbicide makes you dead that was really really good um, and it was just one that he hadn't been brave enough to try but I had sort of been forced into the corner with it um, and found that it was okay so we're constantly learning off each other um, all the time. Sure. So what I'm hearing is that that training never stops and also that that building up the experience of what you see in the field, what works, what perhaps doesn't work so well. So, Phoebe, this might sound quite daunting for you. You're just waiting for your basis results. You're there at throws and, and, and the experienced folk like Billy and Catherine are talking about, you know, how long it takes to build up that experience. How does that sound to you? I think it's part of the job. You don't come into it knowing that within six months you're going to be out there achieving the same results as people who've been in the industry for 10 20 30 years but it's knowing that every day is a learning day which is very cliche to say but it is and it's spending the time I've learned the most from spending days with other agronomists in my team some of which have been in the job for 30 plus years and for them actually it's almost a two-way street because they're stuck in their some stuck in their ways or they're very um, programmed in their approaches they know what they're doing. So actually, sometimes you can give them a different angle as much as they help you in learning how they do their job. But more than anything, like the technical side is really important. And that is bookwork. But actually learning how to interact with customers, I think, is a massive part of the job. And it's something that we do receive training, sales training, presentation training, but that actual one on one interaction and learning to read a person and knowing how to develop that relationship I think is equally important and that's what you learn by spending time out with established agronomists. And Matt uh, just reflecting on your training and journey um, what were the stages for you? So I joined Agri as a what they call a developmental agronomist which basically means you don't know anything yet. Um, they then put me through my basis and facts qualifications that you need to be an advisor in the UK and along with that, I, I did various other basis modules as well. But it was mostly basis and facts and then shadowing other established agronomists. And, and Billy, if I can ask you, how important is it being able to connect, to communicate with other people in your teams, agronomists, and of course, your client farmers and growers? Um, well, it's vital. 
you have to be able to understand people and you have to be able to understand what they want to achieve. It's not what you want to achieve, it's what they want to achieve. It's their business after all, and we're just advising them. Um, so how do you develop it? I think some of it has to be an intuitive skill, but as, as, the, as the others have said, you observe the people you work with and you learn from them. And, and in many cases for me, I was lucky enough that they were not retiring or moving on at any great speed. So they were able to, so I was able to spend time with them. Um, over the first five and indeed some of them still are working how how helpful is it to have ongoing training where you feel that your employer is constantly investing in you as you go through your careers how important is that to you yeah it is vitally important and I think um there's there's different levels at which that training goes and it goes from doing more advanced basis modules so you do your basic basis um, module and then there are various crop modules you can do on top of that I did um, basis potatoes about 18 months ago, um, and that's because I wanted to broaden the range of crops I was looking after, and um, and potatoes was one of those. And Phoebe, for you, um, sorry not to pick on you as somebody that's you know waiting to be qualified with your basis, but how important is it to hear from Catherine that there is this constant investment in training, both for the, the technical side and the soft skills? It's really important because you never stop learning in a job like this. It's such a fast flowing industry, especially at the moment, there's so much change going on. You can't just think, tick some boxes and be like, yeah, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that. Because actually things are changing all the time. So you do need more sales training every few years. You do need more presentation training. You do need more technical training all the time because things are always moving in this industry more so than a lot of other industries, I think. So that ongoing professional development is really important because otherwise you'll get left behind, I think. And Matt, for you, what is it about the training and the investment? How do you feel about that? It's the time really that was invested, I think. There was a huge amount of time invested in me to make sure that the knowledge was there and the confidence to be able to talk about these crops to growers, uh, which I was really grateful of. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for you, Billy, how how influential is, is the... Is, is the culture of the teams and the company that you work for in terms of enabling you to be able to learn, to be open to that learning and open to listening to others? Well, I, I think one of the things I would say is that so much of the training, if we would even call it training, is informal. Yes, there are formal courses and modules available, but we have so many technical meetings, briefings, and indeed open days within the field where we go off to see the, the trials and the plots and the various things and speak to the experts. And I would class that as training. It absolutely is. It's, it's how we learn on the job. Um, and, and then how we can go on and make our own minds up about which what we want to look at. There's no prescriptive, this is the answer, nothing else is any good whatsoever. It's left to us to make a decision on our own. And, and that is part of the culture that I particularly enjoy within the company, that there is no prescription, just, just here's the information, away you go. And, and I've always thrived on that, to be honest. Yeah, so you, you've got that real... Uh, chance of being independent in, in, in your working environment uh, and I really like the way you've all talked about learning from others particularly those that have got all those years of experience under their belt walking those crops so let's talk about where where you three or where you would like to be going in the future so paint a picture where, where would you like to be in five years time well my gut feel Tony is I'm working with people is the biggest part of the job that I like the most and there's something near 300 agronomists within Agri, the majority of which I've never met. And I would love to be 
involved more in the people aspect of our business, whether that's from a development training um, managerial perspective, some way embracing more the people in our company and how we can deliver to our customers. Billy, how about you? Well, to be honest, I think I'll be in the same place because it's where it's where my roots are. It's where my family and my friends and my and my customers are. And I, I put those roots down a bit deeper, I think, and carry on trying to do what we do to the best of our abilities because nothing will stay the same. We'll be measured on how we come along with new ideas, how we research them and how we give advice on them. Um, and we'll continue to do that and hopefully have a, another 20, 25 years relationships with the customers as, the, as their businesses develop and change and indeed new generations come on and, and already are doing so. So, uh, Phoebe, where would you like to be in five years' time in your work? Um, well, I'm just at the start of my career compared to the others. So my aim in five years is to have started to build up a portfolio of my own, build up my own customer base become established in my area and start um, getting a sort of loyal base of customers that are beginning to trust me and I trust them. And then from there, hopefully it will lead on to more, um, picking up more business going forward. So I just hope to be established in five years time. Yeah, Uh, and Catherine? So I think in five years time, I would like to carry on doing what I'm doing. Basically, I really enjoy doing agronomy. I'm also part of the veg technical team within the company, which is um, some of my time at the moment. And um, the technical side of things is something I really enjoy. I really like learning new challenges all the time. So, yeah, just continuing, continuing to grow as I am, really, and carry on looking after the customers that I've got and um, find new challenges all the time. So if you were to give a top tip to somebody coming into the industry or somebody who is already in the industry, what would it be? Um, I'd say get get the experience you need and then be open-minded. Come in and be open-minded and learn and go from there. Thanks, Billy. Uh, what are your thoughts, Catherine? Billy stole mine. Open-mindedness is, is a massive thing. And um, as you say, it is having just a general knowledge of, of farming experience. And Matt? Well, I could think back, Tony, to when I joined Agri in 2016, <clears throat> there was about 11 or 12 of us on the intake course through the Agri IQ program, which is the training program they put all their developmental agronomists through. And when we went around the room at the beginning, we introduced ourselves. I think I was only, I think there were only two of us of that group of 11 that actually were from an agricultural background with a family farm at home. So it just shows the majority of people working in agriculture are predominantly from an agricultural background, but Agri were very much aware that that, that's not the be all and end all. And there are people outside of the industry that can come on in and contribute to the industry. So yeah, it certainly felt felt good for me for Agri to welcome me in the way they have. And I'm ringing that bell now for the future agronomists to come through. And Phoebe. Um, That is a wonderful industry to be involved in. It's such an exciting time to be involved in at the moment. So you've got to be really committed to it, but equally by committing to it and committing your time to it, you get massive rewards out of it. Well, thank you to all of you for sharing your insights and experiences in your journey in agriculture. That's it for this podcast, but do tune in again as we meet the experts throughout the season, exploring the many immediate and longer term questions for growers and farmers in the UK. If you have any questions or would like to find out more about working at Agri, email recruitment at agri.co.uk. See you next time.